You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, we invite executive producer Big Trav on to talk about versus battles on Instagram. I review 50 Cent's new book. We offer artists you want to see battle it out on Instagram. And new album reviews from Kalani, Lil Dirk, Nav, and much more. You know, I, I'm not, I, I don't do too well when it's like something going close to somebody's eye and some shit. <laughs> that shit, like, even in John Wick 3, bro, it was like right there. I'm like, ah, this is, too, I, I could do all the other shit, but this might be too much, dog. I'm going to send you videos of me putting my contact lenses in there. <laughs> Do not, my guy. Yeah, boy Brown on my kid. I ain't want to dealing with you. I drop selling with you. Louis Duff bag got bands in it. It hold more than 150. Yeah, yeah. I ain't losing, nigga, I'm winning. Y'all rockin' shit in bridges. Yeah, yeah. I had a gang riding in the business. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, be quiet, you a itty bitty. Trip, catch front end, back end, then deal. Bad little bitch, yeah, she came out tilt. No little strap, Katie Paul like clips. Gon' get a bad and I flip like gems. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, we live. You're now listening to Volume 125 of the Bucket Up Podcast. You with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Butter Sauce, aka Ty Monte, aka your mom ignored your call last night because she was on FaceTime with me. And I'm here as always with the homie, the kid JB. Was good. Yo, man, happy to be here as always. Oh, man, it's me, the kid JB. Could have been right last week, aka Mr. Told You So. Not because I'm always right, but man, I'm continuously seeing a trend and it happens to be me being correct and the other person not being correct so that's I feel like you put on a trump voice for that <laughs> i mean regardless of that maybe uh but now i don't do impressions i do reality and the fact is it's me because jb and uh, i am mr told you so because like i said yeah i'm always right not because i try to be but it's just a reality so deal with it um but yeah man happy to be here um living good you know what i'm saying quarantined living the dream Mm-mm. COVID-19. <laughs> bars. Uh, Lies and bars in there, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, how you doing? I am good. Even better, we got the homie, the executive producer. Shouts out, as always. The homie, Big Travis on the pie. What's good, bro? Yo, what's up? What's good? Happy to be here, you know what I'm saying? I gotta make sure I put them claps in there after you come on. You know, it's a milestone mm-hmm. when Travis here. Travis here for the hundredth. Uh, what was it? Uh, the one, the New Year's pod. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Travis there for the end of the year pod like a, a year ago, but like in spirits because mm-hmm. he wasn't feeling well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when he yeah, got yeah. me sick, he had that. He had that new Rona All before people right. knew about All it. Right. <laughs> that COVID eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> Negative. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah welcome back, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? Just chilling. 
quarantine, doing our thing. Yeah, bro. We decided to get him on uh, to talk about the. I guess the not the thing that's sweeping the nation. I feel like a like a white TV news station <laughs> saying shit like that. But it's been you know if you've been on social media, you have probably seen it. These versus battles. It's yeah. been. It started off with Swiss Beats and Timberland, and uh, it's kind of grown from there. It's had a bunch of people on there, uh, but we figured we, we we'll get into that a little bit more later. Uh, but we wanted to to bring him on to talk about that, some shit that we want to see on there soon, uh, break down some other battles. But uh, we'll start first by asking uh, Jesse how his weekend went. Uh, so, yeah, welcome to Thunderdome, a.k.a. the Twilight Zone. Oh. Because uh, every day is the same, if y'all didn't notice. Um, you know, I'm sure y'all saw the Spider-Man meme where he's just pointing at all the Spider-Man, and it's like Monday to <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, it's every fucking day out here. Right. Yeah. So, you know, again, blessed to still be working, you know what I'm saying? I'm still working from home, um, doing my thing after work, which is at home but you know what i'm saying um the weekends you know kind of mold and mesh into the week so they're kind of the same but uh a little funny activity and highlight friday night um joel has been ordering mad stuff through amazon you know we're trying to get little additions to the the ha- uh, the apartment turn it into a home you know what i'm saying and uh so yeah we ordered things left and right because we both are busy and we're working through the business hours if something gets dropped off we um you know, we can't really get to it right away. Hopefully, it's left at the door. We live in, like, the corner of the apartment complex. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking, like, damn, y'all couldn't just go to the door quick? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, they probably don't even come to your door, do they? Uh, Well, they they just kind of, like, well, sometimes they do, or sometimes they'll throw it just at the door and, like, text us later. But mm-hmm. the thing is, they, well, they won't tell us till later, and then mm-hmm. we're on the phone or whatever it may be. And the other day... They took a picture trying to talk about it's been delivered, but then we looked outside and it was nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I don't trust really anybody, let alone recently the neighbors that live right next to us have been like little rambunctious. And I say that with in and out, in and out, uh, up and down the stairs, like violently sprinting up the stairs. Mm-hmm. I told you one time, I heard just like jumping up and down. So I assumed they were moving furniture or something. And I go outside. It's like one of their kids just riding on a Razor scooter right outside of our door, just doing flips, like right <laughs> outside the door. So I open the door. I look Killing, at him bro. and he looks at me and I go, hey, bro, can we not do that right here? <laughs> and he just grabbed his scooter and ran inside. Right. So they, I don't know how many people they have in and out. But I assume maybe it was some funny business of them taking my package. You know what I'm saying? Because the only people around. But, you know, of course, I don't accuse people of that shit. So I didn't knock on their door. Nothing like that. Yeah, you can get the refund, refund from Amazon pretty easy, bro. Right. But they were, you know, we were having the what happened if, you know, they confirmed the delivery. And we, you know, it looks like shady stuff on our end. Like we're just trying to come up on another thing. Mm-hmm. So whatever. But. I'm like trying to talk, you know, when you talk like loud, hoping other people hear you. Wow. So you're in your apartment, just be yeah. like, yo, took our package. <laughs> Even better. I was outside, right outside my door. And I'm like, wow, that's weird. Who would need to use these stairs that much besides us and the people that live near us? Like I just... <laughs> Talking mad loud, hoping that someone comes out to be like, 
are y'all missing a pack? You know, obviously, uh, like, the, the worst idea ever. But uh, you think, yeah, you think somebody's gonna just come out like, hey, bro, you t- we we took your package, but you were so, so then, loud out here, we started feeling guilty, right? <laughs> so then Joel was like, yo, so I had another package weeks ago that they claimed they delivered and it didn't show up. Like, what if that was stolen too? I was like, damn, you're right. It's, they probably got us for both. So I'm like, man, mm. both packages. That's somebody talking. And then uh, the next day we get another delivery. And I'm like, yo, Joel, did you get expected delivery? She's like, no. And I was like, is this the one that's missing? She's like, yeah. And then I was like, what about the other missing one? She's like, that that showed up too. I was like, so there's no missing packages? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I was talking spicy for, for no need. Yeah. Um, so that was Friday. And then I- uh, what's up? I was about to say, honestly, usually when Amazon, when my shit don't come on time or it's somewhere else or it just, if they say it's there, but it's not, literally nine times out of ten, they deliver it to the wrong damn house. Every time I look and it's like not our porch, I'm like, oh, these dudes, man. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I gotta, then I gotta go search for that shit around the condos that we have and try to I'm like ah this doesn't look good for a black dude just looking on people's porches bro <laughs> for a fucking package I and believe like you else, have something of mine right even if it's mine I feel like I'm gonna grab a package that's mine off somebody else's porch and somebody else gonna call the cops mm-hmm. they definitely gonna think Miles is a porch pirate but no should, boy, that no. should be irking the hell out of me I did I did one time order uh, an Xbox on Amazon. That shit was stressful because I wasn't there. <laughs> and they just dropped that shit off right in the front porch at my grandma house. Like, and they're supposed to put Ooh. it in the back. They put that shit right on the front. And when I came home, it was just like, and <laughs> just Xbox just chilling. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's luck, bro. Yeah, I did have. I ordered two K one time, and they got that shit got stolen, so I had to hit them up. But it is. It be. It be what it be. How was the rest of your weekend? Uh, so then, yeah, Saturday, again, a lot of nothing. Shouts to 50 Cent, bro. I bought his book, uh, Hustle Hard, mm-hmm. Work Harder, Hustle Harder, or something like that. And uh, I'm, like, deep in the book, bro. I'm six chapters deep out of, like, eight or nine. So I'm, I'm probably going to wrap it up within a week, which is cool. And um, that's something that I, I actually encourage, not obviously to read, but <laughs> – a lot of people, a lot of people are like, "Yo, man, have you heard of like this motivational speaker?" And you're like, "Nah." They're like, "Yeah, it's Steve Stevler. Like, he's the best motivational speaker, whatever." And you're like, "All right, I'll check him out." And it's like, for me, I actually like taking advice from uh, people I'm fans of already, and mm. kind of like takes the authenticity from it. So, like, I'm a big fan of Fifty. He's from New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've heard his story. I've watched his products. I've seen how he's maneuvered from, like, the the rapper to the businessman. And, mm-hmm. like, I actually think his word is valuable, right? So yeah. I'm going to read his book. I'll consume his content, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, that's what it's about for me. So, yeah, I'm reading that book. And uh, <clears throat> he talks a lot about, you know, it's like, self-help people think when they hear a self-help they think it's just like a breathing book and like learning how to meditate and stuff and it's not bro it's literally how to help yourself in any field business or fitness or um anything i mean 50 is a big business guy so what chapter did he teach you how to rap um i'm sure that had to be part of it because that's how he got successful but you know uh yeah i'd be so out on um Jam Master Jay, he talked about that. But 
Oh no, no, I was I'd be so out on motivational speaker people. It just depends. Like if it's somebody who was, you know, somebody I already knew from something else and they they just like did it, like they did like a one off kind of motivational speech or they just had a speech about their story. Like I'm cool with that. But when it's just like what they do is motivational mm-hmm. speech, I'm like, yo, so you got rich from telling people stuff but like what did you actually do you know what i mean <laughs> like ah, i'm kind of okay on that <laughs> right 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 and that's like, what it what is mean? and that's and like his motivate and the, his in this book it's not the type he doesn't say the corny stuff that you get from those but like mm-hmm. oh you need to endlessly sleep like in fact he's like yeah that's nonsense you should sleep bro like he talks about <laughs> yeah, that like, like he talks about that and and that's actually what it is bro is people falsely they think when they read a, or hear a motivational speaker, they think that person is like telling you, oh, do exactly what I did and you'll have the same results. Mm-hmm. They're telling you like, yo, here's some ingredients. Take it to mold to your lifestyle and kind of take some snippets from it and you'll find, you know, maybe more ways of success. But, he, you know, people are like, yo, oh, he said you got to work 18 hour days. So I'm going to start doing that. It's like, yeah. fam, if you start working 18 hours, but no, no direction, that's not going to make like, you, if you work at 18 mm-hmm. hours at seven 11. It's not really about to change your life. Dog. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, that's something that's really, I, I, you know, that's cool about this type of book is like, it kind of, it's something I believed in and it like kind of confirms it for me. Cause like, you know, the next type of not, you know, and I don't, that's another thing. I don't rush to celebrities and look up advice or motivational speech. I think like, you know, he wrote a book. He's promoting it. I'll check it. I want it. I personally was looking for a new book anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, it fit. And um, yeah, he talks about just like, you know, negotiation. It's not. It's again. It's not like yo. Here are the steps to success. But like, he tells stories about, you know, how him and Oprah had beef, and then the reason why he rather had beef with her than not existed with her, and like talks about how enemies are closer than not existent, like people that don't meet at all and like just that type of stuff. Um, so it's a good book. I'd really suggest it. And uh, you know what I'm saying? He talks about how 50 cent is the goal and the reality is Curtis Jackson. And that's how it is. Um, the goal is Kid JB mm. and the reality is Jesse Burke. You know what I'm saying? So mm. he did teach you how to rap. Mm. I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. You like, how was how was your weekend, Trav? Yeah, I know you how you to, looking? You had Listen, to work. man. Yeah, I've started a new schedule, so I'm working on the weekend. So I just be up at five in the morning, going to work, but it'd be slow. Like it's weird, and especially working from home. So it's like, eh, I can like do whatever at the house in between. So I'll be like laying down. <laughs> waiting for calls, waiting for calls to come in, like checking little stuff here and there, moving the mouse, you know. But uh, yeah, it's cool that. so far. Like I think I'll be all right with the new schedule and stuff. So, yeah, other than that, I've just been chilling. I started watching uh, Dave, little oh, Dicky yeah. TV show. Yeah, I started watching that, and that shit is hilarious. Like hilarious, hilarious. How many How many episodes you through? Uh, I think I'm sixteen. I think I got four more to go. Yeah, yeah. I see. I definitely saw the previews for that show, and thought it was about to be like in an Atlanta kind of ripoff. Mm-hmm. But like you know, like white white Atlanta, which in a <laughs> in a very in a way it is, but it definitely surprised me because you know there was a lot of funny parts, 
and then they kind of they get into some issues that you wouldn't you wouldn't have yeah. thought of. Like I thought the whole thing was gonna be like kind of like dick jokes. <laughs> and I mean, there's dick jokes in there, but you know what I mean. I thought it was gonna be a little more corny than it mm. was, even though there's still some corniness in there. But but I think it's just like, more well, him making fun of himself, you know. And like Lil Dicky's already funny. Like I already like Lil Dicky. Like first of all, mm-hmm. like, he he can rap for sure. But him as a person, like the way he just talks and acts, is funny. And so yeah. after watching that, I went back and listened to um, that song "Professional Rapper" with him and Snoop, mm-hmm. and it just like made more sense to like the show. Like it was just amazing. right. See, uh, my problem with Lil Dicky recently is I felt like he was kind of it was like obvious he was using rap to kind of get to this point of like the show and kind of like being a comedian and kind of other things because he hasn't put out a rap album in four of what 45 years it was like 2014 15 2016 yeah somewhere around there and even you know he he put out a song here and there he put out the the one with chris brown that everybody kind of liked and then he did that (laughs) earth fire he did that earth one that was garbage hot garbage (laughs) Um, <laughs> and I mean, it was cool. It was like, oh, I'm gonna try to wait, raise money for the world or whatever. But it was kind of like, ah, I'm good on but that like, one. In interviews, he said that though, like he wanted to be like an actor and stuff. Like this mm-hmm. wasn't like his end all, be all, beginning and you know, an end to everything. Like he just did this because he could do it, basically. And right. He's him himself, and he can actually rap. Like it don't matter what you. To me, it don't matter what you do. Like. All right, you came into the rap game, you know, and you actually can rap, so you you could be here, like. That's true. I get that. I was. I think. I, I think I get more irked because it's like the the childish Gambino route of, you know, what I'm saying, barely doing shit, and then, <laughs> you know what I mean, coming out every now and then and driving. I just get annoyed by that shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I guess it depends because I, you know, I'm giving Rihanna all the leeway in the world, and she ain't dropped shit in four years. But it's Rihanna, so <laughs> give Rihanna some passes, a couple of them. Yeah, Mickey, bro. <laughs> nah, he ain't no fucking Rihanna, bro. Yeah, I said I want to get to the point of my job where I don't do the job no more, and people are like, "Yo, you God, yo." Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, what are you gonna do? And you just like, ah, probably. And she keeps telling us no. Everybody's like, ah, it's cool though. We'll just keep selling lingerie. <laughs> They're like, S O S. But yeah. Ray, Ray. Yeah, um, how, what was your, I mean, you talked about it loosely, but uh, what was your weekend like? Yeah, I like you said, everything blends in. I'm I'm the only one here that don't actually not it's not I still technically still have a job, but uh, I'm not actually working, so my shit definitely blending all together. <laughs> I'm going to sleep at like three, waking up at noon every fucking day, like just chilling, finding dumb shit to do on social media to pass the time. So I, my shit is all the same. I, I got a gift from my mom on Mother's Day. Uh, I don't think I did anything really else. <laughs> I don't, we didn't. We I think we might have got some food one of these days. Some, but I have been watching a ton of TV shows. Uh, we watch a few movies. I watched this movie called The Art of Self Defense on Hulu, and it was weird as shit. <laughs> it had uh Jesse Eisenberg. Movie? Yeah, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg the dude from Social Network and uh was it what's the one with um uh, what's her name? Chick from Twilight, Kristen Kirsten Stewart, like uh where they had a, they work at an amusement park. 
Oh, Adventureland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was in that. Um, but yeah, it's like him. He's kind of like, I guess frail would be the, the term. Nerdy, kind of frail. Uh, white people call it a cuck, I guess. And um, <laughs> yeah, beta male or whatever the fuck you want to say. A cuck is when you watch your girl fuck somebody. I know, else. but they use it to oh. say like somebody who's just like, who just like a pussy pretty much that's what they try yeah, to but that's so weird yo Ugh. and makeup yeah. they just just like how i just now i'm getting sidetracked to get on my soapbox but it's like white people on the internet took the word simp and are fucking it up right now and it's making me mad is mm. it an abbreviation for simply no it's not <laughs> i know it's not try what what does a simp mean i know to you oh a simp is like a I don't know. It's just like a, you just like a, not a loser, but like, you lame for real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's really what it is to me. Like, bro, you're, you're just lame. Like, see, they be calling DJ academics that shit all the time. See, he just a, yeah, he's a fucking idiot. That dude. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he also just a clout chaser. So I don't, that dude's trash. See, when I was, where, at least where I was, Simp was like, a dude that was like, like he wanted to get pussy so bad that he was just pretty much doing whatever the girl wanted to try to get some, even if it did, like if it was like letting her walk all over him. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I feel like now, which is funny because she probably wouldn't give it up to the right, dude that, right. It's like it's a mutual <laughs> understanding that like she's just like taking advantage of dude to you know, and he's just like ah, right, I'm just a slight chance I might get some pussy like. <laughs> Now, please have a morsel of pussy. You know what I mean? And now it's like white kids on TikTok and shit saying like simp for anybody that, you know, if they stand up for a girl or some shit or they say some shit or if you oh, comment wow. under a girl's post or something, they just start calling you a simp. And it's like, who taught y'all this damn word? I'm sick of this. <laughs> I think you're speaking on a bigger topic, Ty. It's a- I know. <laughs> <laughs> We call it culture vulture. Yeah, maybe. Hey, look, I you know, there's a lot of words that white people still. That's like still, uh, but like in um the office when Kelly's like, oh, uh, it's actually zoning, and they just all look at her when she pretends to be like the voice of like the racial division of the mm-hmm. office or whatever. Mm. So, but I, I do find it funny because I do white people do ask me what shit mean, and I just explain it to them. And then later on, I'm like, how the fuck they know these words? (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like back in the day, it used to be a bigger gap. Obviously, it's probably because of the internet. But it'd be like, we had shit that we said, and white people had no clue what the fuck we were talking about until like 10 years later. Then they finally start saying dope and fresh and and shit and, and jive turkey or whatever the hell, like, you know, depending on how far back you go. It's like, you know, we we started breakdancing in the 80s and white people didn't start breakdancing until the late 90s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I thought before it was, you know, shit was, it took a while for that, that like transition to happen. And by that time we had new shit out. But now I feel like it's just so quick, everything quick. And they that means it gets ruined quicker. Everything dances, the words. Yeah. So, Sorry. <laughs> Had to TikTok. had to get that out real quick. That tick TikTok then then uh sped up that whole dancing ruining thing. 
the thing with TikTok too is like the dances are elaborate as hell. Nobody's doing that shit at the club. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like it's only for TikTok, bro. You don't yeah. have enough space in the club to like perform a dance. It's like, like the song going, you just doing the whole shit. And people are like, bro, stop throwing your elbows, dog. What the fuck? Dude, <laughs> you gotta watch uh on John Oliver, this uh male lady. Uh there these these two little girls are trying to do like a TikTok. And they set up the camera, I guess, where the mailbox is. <laughs> and just right where the timing is, the mail lady pulled up and was like, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like in real life on here, bro. Yeah. But that, I sidetracked a lot. <laughs> the yeah, artist bro. self-defense, so he's a cuck, right? <laughs> yeah, good movie or what, Ty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's like that. And then one day he gets his ass beat. I'm just ruining the whole fucking movie because I'm not going to recommend it to y'all. So one day he gets his ass beat by these people in a motorcycle gang. Mm. And so and he gets, you know, traumatized by it. he doesn't go to back to work for a couple months. And then he, you know, is too scared to go outside and get food for his dog because he's so afraid. And so he ends up taking a karate course at a local like karate dojo. And then it just gets weird. He's like, he like really likes it. And he's like fighting the people, and they're like weird too, because he's like kicking people in the in the face, and they're bleeding and smiling and shit. And like the fucking instructor's weird as hell, and there's a girl fighter there that's weird as hell. And then he, he you know, he gets really into it, and he starts getting good at it, which is like, I guess vaguely because he ends up getting like a yellow belt, which is like the second belt you get. <laughs> <laughs> that's, an English, like, that's like an English one on one shit, bro. right? He gets the second belt you get out of like. 10 and he starts feeling himself and while and now he like goes to work punches his boss in the fucking neck and shit oh damn yeah and then uh i don't know it was a whole bunch of shit that happens uh he ends up like finding out that the that the boss ended up like being the reason why he was he was beat up or some shit like that and it all took but it was like very weird like deadpan type humor that was just like I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't, I'm trying to think of like a movie that's like it, maybe like an adult version of Napoleon Dynamite type shit. You know how like Mm. that dry, weird humor. Yeah. Which I'm going to be real. When Napoleon Dynamite dropped, I was like, I don't like this. Why is this funny to y'all? It's wild how that shit was supposed to be an independent film and it just blew up. I don't know. I was just like, ah, he put the action figure out of the bus window. Ha ha. I don't, I don't know. I didn't think it was funny. Only thing I thought was funny was him dancing on the stage. That shit was fun. Or the, that and the tater tots in the pocket. That was funny. Bro, his uncle that. was funny, bro. Oh, yeah, him trying to throw the ball. That was also funny. But most of that movie, not funny. Gosh. <laughs> that just <did> the little. <laughs> what about you, Jesse? You fuck with it? You ain't seen it, right? Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. No, of course I have. I don't know. You said oh. earlier. Did we even talk about that on the pod? You said that you watched Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. Time. That's what I did Saturday. Um, <laughs> it, you know, again, that some of these culture, cultures, some of these like cult classics, I guess that's what short cult, short for, mm-hmm. um, would be, uh, you know, like I said that a couple weeks ago, like Breakfast Club, people hang on to that movie way too long. And I'm like, it's not that good, you know what I'm saying? Like Breakfast Club just a friends a movie to me. Fam, like <laughs> you're not getting stuck in uh detention for eight hours. And if I am, I'm sleeping for the seven of the eight hours, you know what I'm saying? Like 
Bro, ain't no detention eight hours. I don't even make sense. <laughs> Was it on Saturday or some shit? Yeah, right? it's on Saturday. Yeah. Nah, that's never happening. And, but again, <laughs> the nostalgic of a dude's like, oh, I used to get detention. It's like, yeah, okay, fam. Not eight hours of it. Like, nah. And wasn't there like a bunch of nerves in there too? How'd they get in there? Oh, and another thing to make the dude, he smokes the joint. Coach Bombay smokes the joint and uh, he uh, makes it seem like he's on meth. He's like doing backflips and shit. It's like, fam. Nah, bro, that reefer, bro, makes you go crazy. You yeah, ain't never seen the commercials? True. You see the one where the chick smoked the weed and she ain't got no bones, dog? Or the one where she's the cat. Oh, yeah. Or the, the one with the homies where he's just driving around. He's like, he's like, yeah, these are my homies. They don't do nothing ever since they smoke weed. Um, <laughs> you know. I would say something, but it's whatever, though. <laughs> yeah, like how they made it seem like it was this everlasting effect. You smoke weed once, and now you're just a bum for the rest of your life. <laughs> Even when you're not high, you just, ah, I don't feel like doing shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was wild. But, yeah, I guess that, that was my weekend. Um, I probably watched other shit, but I ain't even. I don't remember, bro. <laughs> TV. Fucking. It's all relative now. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's watching shit. You know what's on Netflix if you if you if you caught it or not. You know what I'm saying? Hey, uh, I watched I watched Extraction. That was good. Oh, the action scenes in that motherfucker was. I think we might have yeah. recapped that in the in the episode not too long ago. But yeah, the action scenes were like John Wick esque. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was cool seeing uh, Thor like that. Yeah, like some of them were wild, bro. I think there was like a scene. Not to give anything away, but you know, I, I'm not. I, I don't do too well when it's like. <laughs> Something going close to somebody's eye and some shit. <laughs> that shit, like, even in John Wick 3, bro, it was, like, right there. I'm like, ah, this is... Too- I could do all the other shit, but this might be too much, dog. I'm going to send you videos of me putting my contact lenses in there. <laughs> do not, my guy. Um, yeah, I but- just watched John Wick 3 again uh, not too long ago. Like, that shit hurts. Yeah, that shit was crazy. I gotta, I gotta at, run through the whole trilogy in one day or some shit. Looking back, yeah. uh, time. Remember when you broke the news that uh, they they canceled James Bond because of coronavirus? Oh, uh, yeah. well, that was well before there's any shutdowns or anything. And I was like, man, he's doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I just thought of the wildest drinking game. If you play, if you watched all the John Wicks and you just drink every time somebody died, bro. You be instant dead, bro. Death. Instant <laughs> death, bro. You gonna you gonna fall down just like them. I think he kills like a hundred people every movie. <laughs> maybe it's got. I don't know. You gotta maybe you gotta modify that guy when he kills somebody, not with a gun or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so you gonna be drunk as hell off the third when he was stabbing everybody. Yeah, every time they say his name. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Mm. They do John Wick. You know. <laughs> Like you, you know who dog that was? Yeah, who? What? It's some random. No, it was John Wick. John dog. Wick. That shit was yeah. a like the first movie is hilarious because it's just like they just saying it's like you're supposed to know. Like fuck, this nigga John Wick sound wild, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, all we saw was him crying over his wife and the dog, bro. <laughs> he seemed pretty light when we ran up on him in the yeah. dark. <laughs> yeah, he was cooling, bro. I don't know. They was scared of shit. Yeah. Um, but I guess we should move on to the. The main event, reason why ding, we brought ding. we brought Trav on to talk about uh, these versus battles. Like I said earlier in the pod. Hey, real um, quick. Go ahead. Speaking of main event, 
I heard Mike Tyson about to get back out there. Well, dude, back Have out to seen... do what? Box. Who he going to box? <laughs> I heard he want to do like some like amateur stuff, like some little six round matches or something. Mm. But have you seen his Instagram and seen him training? Uh, yeah, I saw him knocking the shit out of his trainer, like on just Nigga. the hand shit. I'm like, yeah, Ooh. I'm not surprised. I'm sure it didn't go anywhere. But I, <laughs> I mean, if he actually fought like professional professionals, it's probably not gonna work out. But yeah, I don't know, but it's Iron Mike. I know it's Iron Mike, but he also got it. He got knocked out the last time we saw him in a professional fight. Ain't nobody, don't nobody remember that. <laughs> We remember I remember other, that. We remember I, the other 150 people he I know, up. but that was 30 years ago, bro. <laughs> nah, nah. Remember when he fought Stone Cold? Mm. And he gave, he gave, you know, he knocked out Shawn Michaels with the right hand. There you me. go. That real shit. But yeah, I'm definitely not fighting Mike, but I'm like, yeah, an mm. actual boxer probably not sweating it. But who knows? I, I mean, I'd watch I, I, if they figure that shit out because I ain't got sure. shit else to do. They did the UFC <laughs> shit, which is boring, but they did the UFC shit. Yeah, that boy Dana White do not care. <laughs> you gotta get that money. He's like, yeah, you can. Eat. I mean, you already kicking each other in the face, bro. What's a little wrong? He had to. It's like they're handling it appropriately. They're beating the fuck out of each other. Like that's the that's what's gonna happen if somebody gave me the Rona. Uh, I guess, bro. It's, that sounds awful, bro. You get your head beaten. You probably got CTE or some shit. You just called a knee to the to the mouth, and that nigga gave you Rona. I'd be pretty pissed. We talk about going to work. <laughs> Imagine their Tuesdays, like they just knowing they're gonna fight someone in a cage. Yeah, that can't be. That can't be great. Mm-mm. You get your, you don't even win sometimes. Fuck that. And not every time you fight, there's an audience. So. Yeah. Living B, too busy checking out my list of shit I never did. Drop top on all my whips, ain't nanny hold my bitch, ain't nanny hold my key, can't even hold my piss. Oh, that's your family, your man, when how could you stand him? He always try to take advantage of a nigga that a mink is. Bills paid for the shrinkers, lay back and come your thinking. Ink pins and black, I'm sinking. So what so far as drinking, smoking out my new Lincoln, baby. Yeah, yeah, dollar signs in the morning with a phone and follow me. With all that money on your head, baddest packets on your phone, yeah, follow me, yeah. Wait a minute, GPS another spot where the phone at, uh, follow me, <laughs> yeah. With all that um, money on your head, baddest yeah, yeah, packets on your going phone, back to yeah, the verses, like I said, it started with Swiss Beats and Timberland. They just hopped on Instagram real quick, uh, you know, played their, you know, their hits, songs they produced and shit. Um, and then let people kind of decide who won. I don't really know who supposedly won that first battle because it was so it was so self contained and small. They had no no like promo kind of shit on that. And song. I think I think they the judges too. So like yeah. I don't know if they really they could pick who won out of them. Right. And so you know then they it kind of branched off. I think the the next week I think they might have did Sean Garrett versus the Dream, and then they had uh, Manny Fresh and Scott Storch. And then I believe it after that was that the baby no that was a T after that was a nah, T Pain. Nah, they had uh, Neo Neo and Jante uh, Olsen. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah, I'm guessing Neo won, right? Because what? Uh, when it yeah, I would say so. When it kind of came down to it, because theirs was supposed to be like a songwriters battle, 
Yeah, see. Because, I, I mean, I, me personally, I didn't even really realize or know who Jontae Austin was. Mm-hmm. But then when he was in that battle, I'm like, damn, he wrote that? Damn, he wrote that? Mm-hmm. And Neo could kind of cheat because he could put his own songs in there. Yeah, because he wrote them. Yeah, I mean, so, but that was a, that was one of the first, that was one of the early ones. And that month was crazy. Okay, I gotta go back and listen to that. R&B head. See, now I gotta race my. I forgot Neo was in one because I was gonna do Neo versus Akon, and I'm like, fuck it now. Uh, <laughs> he's already see, in one. Would you do it like, like, would it be hits, production, songwriting? Because it's turning into like just people's hits. Because at first it was like production, like mm-hmm. I said, songwriting, but now it's kind of like like T Pain and Lil John. They just went like hit for hit. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on who's in it. If it's two producers in it. Then you gotta do the beats you made or whatever. Like, if I don't know, I mean, which is you can't just be if you're a producer who also raps for some reason, you can't right, be yeah. like on there with just a producer and then throw your rap tracks that you didn't produce on there. You know what I mean? And, and that's how I think it kind of started with a uh, Lil John and T Pain because Lil John stuff he did because he's more of a producer than he is a rapper, mm-hmm. whereas T Pain is more of a rapper than he is a producer. Yeah. So theirs ended up being like just the hits that they was on or. Or they mm-hmm. made, or they wrote. Like it was kind of a combination, right? And so I did. Yeah, that's why I think it kind of. And, and maybe they got to like kind of agree on that beforehand, mm-hmm. because you know then it kind of gets dicey. I know there was uh, Manny Fresh because Manny Fresh yeah. and Scott Storage battle, and uh, Manny was kind of mad because he was like some of the stuff. Scotch was it was kind of like Scotch was help produce stuff, but he wasn't yeah. like the sole producer. And so it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, he might have thrown in something here and there, but that that's a Dr. Dre beat. Like, come and on, they man. Was the, cause they were debating that on the, the Breakfast Club. They had Scott Storch on there and Manny Fresh on there, like, after the battle, each mm-hmm. other. Man, that's what Manny was saying, and him and Charlamagne was kind of questioning it, like, you know, you got to set the rules from the beginning because it's like, hey, if you're on there with another super producer, like, did you really make the beat or how much of it did you make? Right. Like, was your contribution significant enough to warrant that you can use it in the battle? Like exactly. I think also is the people know that you did, and then I, I get it. It's like you might have done some shit, and people don't know that you did that shit. But if you did so little to nobody even even thinking that you, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like forget about Dre. Like I ain't even think about. I never. I'm like Dre does his own. All Dre. I, like obviously Dre raps, but like he ain't really because people are writing the raps for him. His main mm-hmm. thing is that he producing. So I know you didn't make this whole beat for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I know Dre got help, like, in the studio with the beats and stuff, like, on some stuff, like, he just kind of collaborate ideas or whatever. But, yeah, some of them, I'm like, all right, I don't know. I ain't know you was a part of this guy's story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, I've ah. always known this to be Dre. So, like, what did you do, you mm-hmm. know, to warrant you be able to use it? But, it was a, it was a fire battle though. Yeah, it was cool, and I I think I like uh, once the T Pain and 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 Lil John one kind of hit. It was more them kind of explaining more backstory on stuff. Although that T Pain Lil John one, they were kind of talking a little too much <laughs> <laughs> and not That's playing music. Yeah, like it was fun though. Those dudes, were, they seemed like they would be. They like genuinely liked each other, and it was like kind of a fun ass atmosphere. It was cool as mm-hmm. shit to watch but it was i was definitely thinking like hey y'all gotta get to another song though <laughs> and people in the comments like yo play a song <laughs> but yeah it was it's cool getting the background on that 
Um, yeah. Because, you know, after that, you had, I think, Teddy Riley and uh, and Babyface. And mm-hmm. that one was funny because of the memes that came out because they couldn't figure out how to fucking do it. It took them, like, two weeks just to get <laughs> to be able to do it because they, you know, they didn't know what they were doing. And Teddy Riley tried to hop on the live with a full band while we're social distancing with a full band and all these people and you were trying to record on his website and all this shit and it's like bro and, and babyface just chilling by himself like hey yeah <laughs> i don't know what's going on so then they had to try again i missed that one did you catch that one yeah i caught that one yeah I, all that i got was, out of uh... it was people were starting to slander boys and men on the internet after the fact what I, I I don't know. They were saying somebody said boys and men kind of made uh like I think it was they're like the least sexiest like sex songs is what they said. And I was oh, thinking wow. like yeah, I don't know if I put I make love to you on my sex playlist because I feel like I would be more inclined <laughs> to laugh than to have sex. First of all, why would you laugh? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Throw your clothes. <laughs> clothes. Yeah. On the clothes. And your wish is mine. And I'll be like, ah, you know That's what I mean? it was in the 90s, man. I know. I, I'm not saying, I, I'm not going back. I still love Boys and Men. I love them songs. But I, I was, if I was using it for the intention that it's supposed to be used for, I don't think I would, th- I don't think I'm putting it on my playlist, bro. <laughs> but I, that maybe well, that's, that's just a, me. People were saying that, uh, it was equally fire for the most part, but they were saying Babyface is the wedding mm-hmm. and, T- and uh, Teddy Riley is the reception. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it, yeah, I get that for sure. Babyface got more of the slow shit. Yeah. And Teddy Riley is more like the New Jack Swing type shit. And but, Teddy got a lot of stuff that he, like, I had no idea that he did. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that was kind of cool about it before when it's just... And I think they should definitely go back to doing... Uh, producers in there because i think people don't you know unless beat tags are a very like recent thing before oh you know, yeah like you know it was either very subtle or they didn't have anything so you didn't know you know now you know when it's a metro beat or you know you know mm-hmm. if it's fucking you know murder beats or or fucking well, that's one that's one thing uh i was watching an interview with timberland and he said that he uh i don't know who told him to do it or he learned to do it or whatever but it was that's why he's on everything. Like he's always got uh, his voice is in like almost every song mm. from back then. Like whether it was him beatboxing in a Justin Timberlake song or something, because that was the that was the tag. Him yeah. being in there was the tag. Jermaine Dupree was like that a lot of times too. Yeah, like that's why he would get on there and talk. There, yeah, so him being in there was the tag. Like, hey, this is my shit. Same with Manny. Manny used to do that too. Yeah, yeah, he'd be like Manny Fret, and then yeah, he would come on and then. You know, Pharrell's singing on a lot of his shit anyway, mm-hmm. and he got he got the little like the the three kind of beat rep thing that he does. We go into it, and mm-hmm. I didn't know about that till later. So, but I, you know, those are the people who you know. But there's probably so many people who made beats back then that people have no fucking clue because there's no mm-hmm. beat tag. So I don't know who it's the kind of say what it's kind of it's kind of as it went along, it got. You know, as more sounds and technology became available, you were kind of able to differentiate yourself more. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I love Cash Money and I love Manny Fresh. Like, he's literally like my, one of my favorite producers. And like, I remember watching something he was saying, like, he had like a board of like eight sounds and he made all that 90s Cash Money stuff, like early 2000s Cash Money stuff off like the same machine. <laughs> like, That's crazy. And he literally produced 
almost all of every single Cash Money album, like, and it's like, damn, like, to think of how many songs it is, like, and each beat is different, and it's all many, like, that's a, that's, that's just smart, like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. That man. shit is crazy, but, you know, that's what, it's important to kind of cultivate your sound, and obviously, if you're using one beat machine, mm-hmm. that's why you have a sound, but that, I mean, it's still, it's cool. I wonder, I do want to, I wonder who was the first producer, like, in the modern age to start with the beat tags, because I don't even know how to, how to trace that, like, prominent person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, that's I they definitely should do more because I think people don't know exactly how much people, how many beats people have made uh, mm-hmm. to do it. But yeah, and then I think after the T Pain one, you said there was a Tay Riley Babyface, and then was Erica Badu in? Was that really the recent one? Was there not one in between yeah. Jill Scott and Erica Badu? Um, I'm not thinking so. Yeah, it's been, it's been a couple weeks since we had the last one. I think the last one was Teddy. Yeah, I think they might have took a break. Took yeah. a little break, <laughs> and then, then maybe they just wanted to wait for Mother's Day or something. But yeah, I watched like the the beginning parts of that, and just from it, that one was definitely it didn't seem as competitive, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed like kind of kind of which is kind of like how the the T Pain and the Little John one came off as kind of just two people celebrating each other's music. And so that one was kind of cool. They were giving backstory. I didn't know that Jill Scott wrote uh, You Got It for um, The Roots. And then obviously mm-hmm. Erica Badu came on there and sang the, she sang the chorus on that song. And then, you know, the way Jill Scott got her break was she, like, Erica Badu was stuck in traffic when they were supposed to do a concert or something. And Jill Scott was there. And The Roots was like, oh yo you gotta go on you know what I mean and mm. so I'm like that's crazy that that's how she got her start and she wrote her first and she said she had never wrote anything before and she had wow. wrote that song and it was Erica Badu singing on it and that's how she got her break and I'm like that's insane but that's some shit you didn't know until like artists kind of open up on, and shit like this and I think they're more probably open when they're talking to peers and shit than going on like press circuits if you don't write, ask the right questions you know what I mean mm-hmm. yep and but, those are the those are the questions that fans want to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what's so frustrating is like if you ask, you know, I, hopefully, yeah, like you said, they're opening up. But you know how like uh, there is like this misconception of people being like, yo, why do people ask like how you got famous? It's like because it's an honest question. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just say I grinded, I wanted it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that story of being like, yo, well, what happened was I was at a concert, so and so called my name. And that's the stuff that simply, if you really are successful, you should have no issue telling people your source, right. like your origin mm-hmm. story. It's the people that, you know what I'm saying? I'll, even on Twitter, and I'm guilty of you know being envious of them, but I'll see them and be like, yo, how'd you get a courtside tickets at the Knicks? Oh, you know, I'd be hustling. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Just say that like, yeah, I was working for this guy as an intern. He ended up working for this firm. He emails me and I get tickets. Like, tell me. The, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I don't know if he would be so yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, I trust me, if I know who you are, like, I, if you rich and I assume you bought it or you was with a homie who bought it. But if you, if you like me, you got courtside, I want to know how the fuck that shit happened. You ain't going to lie to me and tell me you got it like that because I know you don't. And if right. either you spend a way more money than you should have or you have some miraculous way of getting it. Yeah, exactly. That's. So preach, bro. Like you know, that's what it's about. Like at least they're being more transparent with their fans. 
Yeah, that's the thing that's cool about it. But I, I definitely enjoyed that it was it seemed more kind of like welcoming. But um, so yeah, what I, I think the next one is uh, Ludacris and and Nelly. Mm-hmm. I don't know people been. It's been some hot issues already. You know that one's probably gonna be way more competitive than this one because it's already started with the battles online with people saying that Nelly got no business being in there with Luda. They're both from the South. They are both from the South and they both, they both got hits and they got bangers. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm, I think I'm on the Luda side, bro. I I don't know. I feel like Trav, I know you're a big Luda fan, but how you feeling about it? My boy asked me this morning, like he texted me and he was like, yo, this happening, you know, this weekend, who you got? I'm like, bro, I got to go Luda, like, just easy call. Only mm-hmm. because, like, Luda got way more albums, and he also got way, like, more features and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So you start getting into that type of stuff, like, then it's just the battle itself can go a long way for Luda compared to Nelly. Like, don't get me wrong. I get why they battling. Like, they both was, like, two of the hottest artists from, like, the at the same time, too, yeah. At the same time, like. So I'm like, oh, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh shit, that about to be hard. Like, but then when I, if I really think about it, like Luda mm-hmm. should win. But it's gonna be good just jamming because I, I don't know, I just be enjoying jamming all that shit. Like, yeah, and go, it's kind of like a nostalgia type. We know why. Thing. It's because Luda was in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, there you go. That's the time. See me, I think Nelly, Nelly got the more, like under not more. He it went like when the when the battle first start. Like, Nelly's going to have some, like, heavy hitters that I don't know if Luda got the same. Like, I don't know if Luda got the same height of those, like, top Nelly hits. But, like, I feel like Luda got way more, like, in general, like, hits that he's going to be out to be able to, like, outlast Nelly. Uh-huh. But I think Nelly might be able to, depending on how he plays this shit, like, if he starts off with the lesser shit, then it's going to look bad from the start. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if he starts off with the shit that everybody knows, like country grammar and all this, and like, Luda got shit to keep up with that stuff. So it yeah. don't even matter, but I just think Luda's going to end up outlasting him regardless, because, you know, once you get, like, you, you got to go 20 songs, bro. Like, once yeah. you get past, like, 8, 9, 10, 11, like, it's going to start getting lopsided. At least that's how I feel, but I don't know. I, yeah. thought, I thought Lil John was going to kind of blow T-Pain out of the water just because I thought it was going to be the same thing. Like, he produced more shit than mm-hmm. I, in 20 songs. So, I think that back half, like, T-Pain was going to be in a little bit of trouble. But T-Pain held his own a little bit more than I thought he was going to. So... Let's see. And that was the thing, because I was thinking production at first for them, and I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Lil Jon will have him. Cause, I mean, even Lil Jon's albums, like, the, what, three, two or three that he got, like, you can use, <laughs> you can use them for every yeah. song for them. And he won, and he was—he didn't even use like B.I.B.I. or maybe any, he didn't use like a couple of other songs. I was like, bro, what? And I I, that's B- the thing. Luda can use B.I.B.I. if they use features and stuff. That's true. And that's you know if they using fe- yeah if they using features, and I feel like Luda could go so many other ways. He can stay like you know cultural, like you know shit that just resonates in the culture. But he can also throw out features that he's done, you know, crossing over that did mega shit like Glamorous or Baby. Dog, you know yeah, saying? I was about to say he got that Justin Bieber song, bro. That's like one of the that, top songs. Exactly, ever. Like, he got you know saying <laughs> he got a song with Fergie that's fucking fire, like and it's Fergie, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. But and obviously Nelly's got shit like that too, but it's just not to the extent, you know what I'm saying. I guess people saying y'all didn't like that song with Tim McGraw, <laughs> and I was like ah, 
don't hate that. That was not my shit, bro. I'm not gonna hate on it for everybody. He was like, all in my head. Yeah, I'm thinking about it over and over, over and over. Again. He was a fire running back in longest yard. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nelly's cool, bro. I fuck with Nelly, but. Yeah, I know. I I think I asked on Facebook. I was like, uh, "Ludacris or Ti?" I think that would have been funny just because they had the beef. If it was Luda or Ti, I do think that would be kind of a closer battle. Uh, I think Luda would probably win that one too. But I I don't know. That would be pretty close. Yeah, that Um, would definitely be. I think that would be a closer one. Yeah, but I get, I get, you know, why Nelly would he wanted to smoke, but uh, we can get to. You know, since they're going to be obviously doing these for hopefully for the foreseeable future, I wonder if they're going to try to figure out a way to kind of do this, you know, maybe post quarantine, maybe get a TV show. Although, I don't know, that might be because then it's like now it's just for the fans. And then if you give it, you know, you get a TV show, you know, you're doing it for the white man. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's what they want to do. I mean, maybe they try to monetize it, get it on Diddy. Diddy's still doing Revolt, right? Yeah, he got revoked. But then it's kind of hard because you won't get you know the same people. You gotta have a cable subscription. And... I just think they could keep. They can really keep doing it this way. I mean, I don't know if they can or make it like an app or something. I don't know. Right? Because you know they're doing it for free, but there's not like there isn't any monetary benefits the artists can get from it. You know what I mean? Like I think a ton of people went to Erica Badu's site after um, the battle, and they her and Jill Scott both had. Uh, release like merchandise beforehand because I know a lot of artists are probably especially these older artists are probably struggling not you know they're not us so they're not struggling struggling but you know what I'm saying they're missing out on tour revenue and you know Spotify you get like your streams go up which I'm sure all the streams are going up yeah you know, post these things but you know they get like fucking they get like a ten dollar check when they get a million streams so it's not you know what I'm saying it's not like, you know, it's that much support, but uh, definitely more ways for people to support. But um, since they're probably going to do more, I figured we would come up with our own battles that we would want to see. Um, and I'm going to start with Jesse because I'm actually interested to see what Jesse is going to say. Like, I, I, we all got three. So I want you to give us your three and, like, why behind each stuff. All right, cool. First, I want to say it's topical and a little thematic because also visually speaking, there is that basketball documentary, The Last Dance. Mm. And people, you know, again, are like, just can't help themselves but compare themselves, compare him to LeBron. Mm. And I think this documentary more than everything is actually separating Jordan from LeBron, not as a comparison, but just showing that maybe there shouldn't have been a comparison all along. Oh, yeah, I get that. There's so many just like, misdirections that people are forcing it so um yeah in honor of that i i am comparing some artists past and present you know i'm saying for some different categories and different reasonings but yeah i was in my bag a little bit (laughs) and uh i came up with a couple so first one is a trio we're going with tlc versus migos whoa 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 i didn't even think you were gonna go all right so we crossing R&B and rap. Yeah, well, so reason being is like, so I'm going Waterfalls for TLC because that is such an iconic song for just the song itself. And then the term itself, uh, Waterfalls, has kind of conceptually been, you know, evolved into like rom-coms and like just dating scenarios, like someone's out of your league, it's a waterfall, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, don't go chasing it. Versus bad and bougie. 
Mm. Reason being, bad and bougie implying a type of girl or I guess a dude, um, you know, that one's pursuing. Also very, you know, very, uh, it was impactful in the sense that, you know, it was banging for a while. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the two that I think would be a good comparison. Um, Now I'm trying to think, like, who would win that? Obviously, TLC is more resonant in the culture. But I'm trying to think of, like, how, like, how many hits do they have? You know, I feel like they only had, what, two, two, maybe three albums? So, what I did was I did three of, I did three matchups and I did three hits. One verse one. Oh, uh, see, but I feel like the verses is 20 songs. So, I'm like, <laughs> TLC got 20 songs to go in. And, like, the Migos is new, but I feel like they can get up 20, like, and with, and I, you know, I don't know what the rules are. Are we going? Features from every group member, because then can you throw in like times? Oh, you know, Chili was on something, but then it's like, how many times was Offset or Quavo on a song that, you know, what I'm saying yeah. that did so, numbers. Yeah, so I guess I didn't think about the winner more so, uh, <laughs> just like that, just how they keep up and like, I just I I I saw it like a like a stage, and I was just assuming like you know, back to back artists that they were kind of doing like these mm-hmm. Instagram battles. You know what I'm saying? Um, but creep versus uh, walk it, talk it. Um, creep being like a very uh, I would another not walk it, talk it, and Migos top. No, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's not. It's not necessarily the top. It's it's like impactful. So walk it, talk it. I yeah. felt like was a lot of people were quoting that. Uh, creep is still around. You'll see that on VH1's like top ten or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did no scrubs. Uh, versus Versace slash Hannah Montana. Couldn't decide. I couldn't decide. Uh, probably Versace. But yeah, no, that's why I'm like, I, yeah, if it was an actual battle, like, I don't know if TLC got 20 songs to, to go with them. But I do like that it was like, you was like, because I was, I was talking to Katie before we were doing this, and then I was thinking, yo, I got to think outside of the box. And, uh, and she was like, what do you even mean? I was like, I don't know. Maybe do, you know, fucking random, just throw out. Green Day versus Blink One Eighty Two, but I was like, we probably shouldn't do white people in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. So I guess I, was, I, I wasn't doing hit for hit. It's just as much as just like I guess a comparison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What's what's your next one though? So next one, I actually went with visuals and music videos. Uh, oh, Missy, oh. Missy Elliott versus Busta Rhymes. Oh shit! You you took kind of took one of mine, but I uh, I feel like I had saw that DMX wanted to do it. But he wanted to go against Jay Z, which is mm-hmm. you know, which sounds wild, I think now. But at the time, damn, DMX was as big as Jay Z. Yeah, it don't really sound five, wild. Six. I, look, I'm a big ass DMX fan, so I get it. Don't I worry, don't, I got him it's on like my Jay-Z's list. It's like Jay Z's been around so long that I think people kind of forget how big DMX was. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But and I was like, I feel like a more uh, app battle that people would, you know, not try to, you know, slander DMX would be DMX versus Buster Rhymes. I feel like that would have been a fire battle, but I don't know. Cause I, obviously Jay-Z is never going to do that shit. He's not going to get on Instagram <laughs> live and do this shit, but I feel like Buster could hold his own with DMX for short. But, yeah. I think Buster Rhymes would be good versus Twister if you're gonna do like fast rhyming. Ah, I feel like Buster's blowing Twister nah, out the Twister. water. Yeah, Twister ain't got enough. He ain't um, got enough hits. So, uh, yeah, I just did Super Duper Fly, the Rain music video versus Give Me Some Mo. 
I did. Uh, if we just go on visual, I kind of like that though. The little spin on the videos. Yeah. Cause they don't, they both got some fire videos. That's what I was saying. And then she's a bitch versus hands where my eyes can see. And then my shit right there. Got mm-hmm. some folks versus break your neck. Yeah. <laughs> who you, who would you give the win for that one? Uh, I think Buster Rhymes. I feel like Missy, man. I don't know. Missy's more. You could dance better to Missy's songs, but I think Buster Rhymes. Oh, I was, I was just going off the visual. For me, oh, if uh, we're going hit for hit, I don't know, that'd be hard. I actually like Missy's music more than Buster. So. Yeah, I think I would have to see how that plays out. I don't know if I can call somebody without, you know what I mean, seeing how that mm. plays out. But then, yeah, I was reading yeah. that uh, that DMX wanted to battle Jay Z, but I was like, yeah, I also don't agree about levels. But I, I went him, I, I put him against another dude from New York's, uh, that's also in the 50 Cent book, Ja Rule. D- oh, DMX is destroying Ja Rule, bro. No, I know, but also, like, we got the real gangster versus the wannabe gangster. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50 said it best. He's like, Ja Rule may growl a lot and say murder, but he ain't, <laughs> he ain't about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got Party Up versus New York. Uh, Where the Hood At versus What's Love. What These Bitches Want versus Rainy Days. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely mm. just going to give it to DMX, but... <laughs> That's definitely my bias, probably. Hey, don't I'm, disrespect Ja Rule like that. I'm not. I, first of all, I'm. I've been big on Ja Rule. Got bangers. I know that he's become kind of a laughing stock because of you know the beef with Fifty and the Fire Festival, and then the Fire Festival. So he like came back in the news cycle for people to laugh at him, which is wild <laughs> and and shit. But he no, there's no disputing that he had bangers. Now, it, I don't think he had 20 songs worth of bangers. I don't know, man. Twenty? I don't. Hey, Ten? Man. Maybe. Listen. Twenty. You once you get into them deep cut jaw rules, then you kind of it's it's a little murky, dog. Well, because everybody was talking about fifty versus jaw rule, and I'm like, I think I would take jaw rule over fifty. Damn, really? I mean, if I'm thinking about fifty's hits, like fifty got like two albums that got yeah. some shit on there, and I mean, you could maybe say the, say the same for jaw rule, but like. Yeah, Rule got some slappers. Like the thing, yeah, that's the, some... that, that is the thing though. Like people don't talk about DMX and Ja Rule's kind of career length are very similar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are not. It is not that long, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, I feel like Ja Rule was out first. Was now, out first? again, it depends on how deep we going. Because if we go on mixtapes, because you know, if you include oh, the mixtapes, yeah, yeah, yeah. then DMX is smashing them, and that and that's kind of how he won that beef in the, in the first place. And I think they both are Jehovah's Witnesses too, which is well. <laughs> are they? Wait, really? Well, that's where Ja Rule was for sure. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, you just you just read the Fifty Cent book. I didn't know if he said he was yeah. Jehovah's in there. He used to sell. That's how they. He knew Fifty. He used to sell him at his grandma's house. Did he talk about mm. in that book why he don't like his son? What did he do? Yeah, he talks <laughs> a lot about it too. What did his son do, bro? All I saw was him talking shit about his son. I'm uh, like, yo, he just like his character on Power, dog. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much that. Uh, he just um, the the son thinks that like the only reason why he wants to be in his life is to like show save face that like, oh, at least I'm a good dad, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also he just I don't know he just hasn't been around and like he. 
like 50 admits in the book that he wasn't around too so a lot of the guilt and fault is to his own you know oh so he was he was definitely more contrite in the book than in in real life social media he where he's talking oh he admits oh he admits everything his social media is all front and he talks about how like he does it just to that's like his escape is his social media okay all right because he was talking i saw something you saying something while saying like fuck this nigga (laughs) i was like yo what (laughs) (laughs) yo what Like, all right, uh, whatever, bro. Could have kept that in the crib. Maybe, I don't know. Like, maybe they trying to get a reality TV show or something or, you know what I mean? Because, you know, they, that's what they do. Or, Kim, you know, the Kardashians, they drum up the drama first. Then they get the show. And then, you know what I mean? I don't know if that's what T.I. and Tiny did. But it was, he cheated on me again. They got the show out here. And I'm like, did he, is this real or not, you know? But, right. uh, but yeah, I'm, thanks for sharing, yo. Three, what, what do you got, Trav? What did you, your battles that you want to see? Alright, so I got a I got a nice little list here. You know, I got some bonuses, some because oh. I ain't know what you was gonna come with. Okay. I didn't know how he was going, you know, one at a time, list all three. So in case I had to switch some I stuff. I feel like up. my list already nuked because uh, Jesse and and Neo already <laughs> doing one. Hey, you you chose me first, bro. Yeah, it's cool though. <laughs> so I'm uh I got an art. Let's see, I got a couple artist ones maybe, but I was more into like the producer one. So okay. my first one I would like to really see that I know is not gonna happen is Jeezy versus Gucci. Oh, you know what? I thought of that and I was like, I feel like Trav's gonna say that one. For sure. I think that would be fire, but because they had beef. Yeah, they don't know, like each other, dog. Yeah, like, you know, they you know, allegedly Jeezy's nigga tried to kill Gucci and Gucci ended up killing that nigga. So oh, it's man. like a that's the whole situation type deal. Like they never gonna be cool, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna get on a live for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Tell and and be able to like tell stories and go hit you know what I mean like nah. Mm-hmm. So that's my first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Who you I think would win? Say, I think I know. I think I already know your answer, but Jeezy. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. But like Gucci, like Gucci for sure got like crazy like hits for us. Like obviously not like big chart toppers and that yeah. crazy like that. But he got hits for us, and that's why we like Gucci, and that's why this battle would make sense for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And they both are, you know, they both complain or complain. They both claim to be the kind of like originators of trap music with like T.I. and some other people. And mm-hmm. so that would be kind of cool. But yeah, that's definitely never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so another one I'd like to see, which I don't know if it would happen. I don't know who will really set that up, maybe. But uh, Cash Money versus No Limit. Oh, like uh, I think, it, I don't know, Birdman and Master P maybe had to do it or. Mm, but pe- that's what you see the thing is i don't know what's the people enjoy birdman because i feel like people don't like him yeah i I, just, I feel like you'd have to be somebody else in the group like maybe mac main had to do it like mm-hmm, i don't yeah. know somebody who's just not birdman birdman can be there but birdman don't like to talk and like have fun really like in that sense and, and i also think you'd have to stop that one at like 2002 or something like, yeah because clearly cash money is He's gonna destroy now him. yeah but at one point, that's the thing. I think now people don't realize how big No Limit was. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it'd be kind of nice to go and revisit type, the type of shit that they did. And um, they was first, I believe. Yeah, they, I think they were first. And, you know, they were kind of bigger in that in that South kind of scene and the type of shit. And it's, I feel like they did similar covers 
and shit. Like I like the mm-hmm. you know the ninety eight degrees. Like it was very similar to the same shit that you know Master P was putting out. Um, I was yeah I, was, I remember I was a big Master P kind of like No Limit kind of thing. But it is yeah. it's it's a little weird because was it you know mystical kind of you know he was a big part of that and you know. It was kind of like when uh, T Pain played Flirt Remix and people were like, not R. Kelly, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was later. Like that was that was after all the hits. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, um, you know. But yeah, so, no, yeah. I, that'd be a cool ass. I'm still picking Cash Money. You, yeah, if you put oh, the yeah. cap on it, it makes it a little bit different. But yeah, it's once you get past. 2000 like it's just not even a contest but shout out yeah. to master p i know he's out here doing shit and hustling and people said the bow wow little romeo one but that was funny too because it's like little romeo got like three songs you're not about to do yeah this. that would that would never <laughs> i would like, never fuck 20 songs bro he's not making it past like three dog like what are we doing at all i don't uh, even know he's gonna make it to three <laughs> What was the little Romeo song, bro? I don't even like, I, I can't even think. Like I know he had I know he had uh what was it though? He sampled the Jackson Five. Oh yeah. Something, I, something, remember, something. I don't need no girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nah. I remember that one. Maybe he'll get Bow Wow on like <laughs> how many how many Nickelodeon shows they had, but I don't <laughs> otherwise. But yeah, I know they've been out here on their mogul shit, like yeah, T V shows and I guess they're now yeah. they're making ramen noodles and they were I saw them on Social media mad at people because they were like, "Bro, how much sodium is in there?" It's like y'all don't ask the Chinese people how much sodium is in there. It's like, bro, we still don't want the sodium, dog. We just like you selling it to our people. Like, take some of the sodium out. It's not. We're not saying you shouldn't do it. That we won't support you. Like, we still just want you to also, you know, not give a shit that's bad for us too, bro. (laughs) Fuck. But yeah, shouts to him. I do think that'd be a cool, but uh, what's what's your last one? My last one. So I did. I had to do a little bit of research mm-hmm. just because I'm like, I, this person is a is a heavy hitter, and they they like a multiple heavy hitter. Like they can do songs they wrote, they can do songs they produced, they can go label for label with somebody. Like, so I picked Jermaine Dupree. Ooh. And I was trying to figure out the verses, and I just kind of ran across this. Uh, uh, video or whatever from uh, Hot 97, and they were doing it, and they said Trackmasters. Now, a oh. lot of people might not think about Trackmasters and who they are, but they did a lot of stuff back in the day. Mm-hmm. They did a lot of stuff with Jay-Z. Like, they got a whole thing, and, like, they actually did, like, a whole, like, kind of mini playlist, and they were just going back to back, or, you know, back and forth with songs, and I'm like, yeah, if they did a whole thing, that'd be fire. Like, yeah. that'd be super fire. And I, but I'm also like, I really think Jermaine Dupree, and I mean, cause I follow, like, I, I, I follow him and like listen to him and like kind of know his life. He, I don't really know many people that could really battle Jermaine Dupree. Like, yeah, he's been around for a lot longer than people realize. Dog, not even just been around, like, the stuff that he's done and been a part of, like, mm-hmm. this shit is crazy. Like, Jay, he really. Remember him he on really Cribs when he was like, you see this car? It's the big dog car. If you don't got this yeah. car, not no big got, dog. If you ain't got the B, you're not a big dog. <laughs> not a big dog. <laughs> Bring back Cribs, bro. We should do it. Honestly, this is like the time to do Cribs, bro. Everybody at their house. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right. Just have them just walk around with their phone, bro. We got we need entertainment. Uh so you you can check in a little bit, you know, some of the verses people at the crib, you can see they like set up some shit. in the back there. Yep. Like, oh shit. And I've been watching uh I've been watching this shit with Carmelo on Mondays. He does like mellow Mondays where he like sips wine and like talks to one of his homies or whatever. That's cool. And uh he uh he had one with Jamie Foxx, I think, last week. You can see Jamie Foxx's crib a little bit, and I'm like, damn, that might be nice. And uh, he just did one with Luda, and you can see Luda's crib and shit. Like, it's kind of a little bit of insight and stuff. Like, yeah, they gotta bring cool it back, though. bro. Give us the content we need it. We could, we couldn't meme that shit back in the day, bro. <laughs> right? We need to be able to meme it, bro. But right. yeah, that's a good one because you know, again, when you just show it, show shedding light on people people didn't really know about, and like how many mm-hmm. fucking hits they might have had and like jumping into Jermaine because I feel like people only you know they only they really only think about it when they're thinking about the songs he was prominently on like you know Welcome to Atlanta mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he him in the beginning of the Franchise Boys songs and shit like that you know what I mean and yeah. so uh, that'd be kind of cool to jump into so Woke up this morning and I looked to my left thought you were here baby Realized and got a sudden pain in my chest Thought you were near me, baby You posted up in London in the house that we rent Yeah, how's it doing, baby? I'm working on my music, but today I'm upset Yeah, I really miss you, baby I don't mind if you had enough of this lonely life Baby, sometimes I feel it too other ones you had my little one-off so i had yeah. uh i would like to see mike will and dj mustard go at it okay i like that one i would like mike i would like to see me. yep they see they some of the people who like i remember first with the little tags like mm-hmm. uh zaytoven and nitty i think that'll be kind of fire yeah that'd be fire kind of back in the day um mm-hmm. kind of newer sony uh sunny digital and metro booming i think yeah. they got some stuff I looked up a couple of their playlists and I'm like, oh yeah, they'd be a nice little go for the newer newer generation. And then like I took it back, back kind of maybe maybe B side or like a street over. I did like uh, Heat Makers and Alchemists. Oh yeah, I like that. Cause they got some of them like new, you know, it's like an all New York thing. And then, yeah, brother, boom bappy. Yeah, Def- definitely Alchemist. Alchemist, one of the greats. Yeah, he is. And then, but I looked up Heatmaker stuff too, and I'm like, yeah, because you know they did a hell of shit with Dipset. Mm-hmm. And then like they got some stuff like they got a, I think it's the Mob for Lil Wayne on Carter Two. That makes it because it sounds like it. Yeah, like he has some other little stuff, and I'm like, okay, so I'm like, I think that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, do the Heatmaker still make shit? Because I feel like you don't hear songs like Dipset with the fucking with the samples. Not not that you don't hear samples anymore. You hear samples all the time, but. Just like the samples that they were using and how much it was prominent in the beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you don't hear shit like that anymore. So I'm wondering, they might have just moved. It might have just been like they just made that for Dipset, but you know True. what I'm saying? But yeah, I loved all those, you know, the, you know, oh yeah. <laughs> that shit was, oh, I loved all that shit. Obviously, I'm yeah. a big Dipset dude, but. For sure. 
you know, you probably get Cameron in one of these these verses. That'd be fine. I don't know who he, who do you go against, but yeah, that I don't know. I was trying to think of that too, but that's how I got to the Heat Makers, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was thinking Cameron. I'm like, I don't know who he could really. I don't know who he would be good paired up with. Right. I don't know if he. I don't know if he got like twenty, like hit hit hits, but like it might be more so hits for us. Yeah, but he do got hit hit hits. He do, no, for sure. But that's why I'm like, but when you like you say it's supposed to be twenty, yeah. so I'm like, uh, if I'm going twenty, I'm like, I'd have to do like some real, real, real research and like mm-hmm. get a whole Cameron playlist. But he got like his early stuff. I fucks with Cam. Yeah, no, I'm a big, a big Dipset, Purple City yeah. Bird Gang, all that <laughs> shit, bro. Free, free Santana. Freaky Zeke, Jr. Writer. I'm in. I like you know all that. He's the writer but... of writers. <laughs> Um, all right, but yeah, I guess I'll do my my three. The first one I have is definitely never gonna happen, and I kind of don't even know if I want it to happen. I still put it because I want the music there, but uh, Pharrell versus Kanye, uh, it's never gonna happen because Kanye is crazy, but I also I wouldn't want to see <laughs> Kanye's crazy ass on the Instagram in Wyoming saying wild shit. <laughs> Pharrell don't seem Pharrell doesn't seem to be competitive though, you know. No, I think it would be. I think would, Pharrell would do it. I think it would be like it wouldn't be very like cutthroat or anything. I think they'd be pretty cool about it if you know if Kanye wasn't fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But also, I feel like those are like two big names, and you know, people will get to see things that Pharrell did that they might not have even have known or thought of. Mm-hmm. I also think Pharrell would win. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't, Kanye. Even people gonna see stuff like the younger generation to see stuff Kanye did like with mm-hmm. Rockefeller and all them back in like oh three or four yeah that they didn't realize and they you know they probably both on like some of Jay Z's bigger albums they I'm sure mm-hmm. they both got shit on like the Blueprint and and the, I haven't I, I gotta confirm and like you know the Black album shit but yeah that was I think that'd be cool as hell we just again I just wouldn't want to hear Kanye tell me how uh I'm not a free thinker or whatever the fuck <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> but yeah the music wise I think that'd be pretty fire to go back and forth because you know producing and they both got their own shit or shit that they yeah. were featured on and you know they you know they can get versatile with it um the next one I got I want to do like a ladies one and I already kind of gave it away saying I had a Missy Elliott one but I was like, who should go against Missy Elliott? And then I was like, you know, just to bring it into now, I'm thinking a Missy Elliott, Nicki Minaj one would be fire to me. Because I feel like they could go hit for hit. Definitely up the top. I think Nicki might might pull away later on. But I don't know. Because I, I, I like Missy more than I like Nicki in general. So I'm probably going Missy regardless. But I think more people now would know more Nicki shit, especially features. And she got you know, Nikki's features are more fire than, you know what I'm saying, a lot of her songs to me. And so... Yeah, I, do, I mean, that'd be a that'd be a different one, I would think. I mean, it'd be the ladies, I see the ladies, you know, the females mm-hmm. going at it. But I think just, you could, you running these hits, I don't think she touching Nikki. Yeah, it, I feel like it would get, it would get iffy towards the end, for sure. <laughs> like, it'll be fun, like, but then, like, it's a... It's funny because like they music is so different too. So like, yeah. they they wouldn't really like get to play off each other in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but like, I, listening to listening to Lil John and and and, and T Pain, like you, it could take you back to 08. Like, yeah, take you back exactly. To 09, like, 
just as a whole. But like them two, yeah, you're gonna be back in '98 and then, and then bring it over, yeah, 2018. Like it's just gonna be a whole different. So that makes me think, like, who you think could be with Missy if it was like a girl? You know, if we go on female rappers, like obviously you can do it against a male rapper, any of them. Same thing with Nicki, but the only person you might be able to, but I don't know if she got enough hits like to go would be like Eve or something. Like, yeah, that's what I, was, I feel like Missy would blow Eve out of the water. Yeah, I don't think Eve got enough because she only got what two two albums early, like early in it, like relevant. I would say like yeah. two, maybe three albums. And, that are and Eve got hits, and she got you know features and yeah, she and got rough like writing stuff. But which it's I just, love because Eve is one of my favorite female rappers right but it's like other than that it's like man you can't really and a lot of it sucks because i feel like a lot of the female rappers around the time missy came out didn't have the longevity that Mm -hmm. missy had you know you got lil kim and lil kim was great but it only lasted so long and foxy brown and and you know i guess you can go rod digger but not not really but I don't know. I can't yeah, recall exactly. no Rod Digger song. Exactly. Buster, I can't recall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know. I mean, like, you got Trina who came a little Trina, later. Like, but I don't, it, I don't think she got 20 songs. Like, exactly. So it's kind of like, you know, it, that, I'm like, the only person who was in the, has been in the game long enough to be Nicki. And there's no, there's no, like, prominent female rapper that's been around long enough now to go against Nicki. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause she's been out for so long and she got these super mega buster hits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She got the hits that cross over with white people. She got the hits that's like just for us. She got the hits that are, you know, she got the shit that isn't hits, but you know, we know how, what kind of cultural impact they might've had. And she got features mm-hmm. that are fire, you know what I mean? And you know, there's people who now, you know, I feel like there's a lot of female rappers that are finding their voice now, but they're all kind of new. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's why I was like, I wanted to get one in there that wasn't just R&B. But, yeah, it was kind of hard. But you can go R&B <laughs> all day. You can do the, you know, you can do the Maya Brandy that the people have been talking about. You Monica do, Brandy? Yeah. The, oh, is it, I thought, yeah, yes. Was it Monica? Yeah, they yeah. were talking about Monica and Brandy. But, like, Boys I, I heard an interview. Yeah, I heard an interview with Monica. She was like, no, like, basically, like, no disrespect, but they pinned us against each other for so long. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even want to rehash that out. Like, like, we cool, everything's fun. Like, and we both got, obviously, songs. But Monica would, Monica would really dust Brandy for real because Brandy got, Brandy got, like, probably, like, a good five hits, like, that you just know. Mm-hmm. Monica really got some stuff. Like, you, you got to go back and listen. But, like, I just downloaded a Monica playlist not that long ago. I'm like, damn, all of these shits is hard. Like, I forgot mm. about some of these, and I'm like, I got a brandy one too, and I'm like, yeah, I got about a good five that I like that are like, but they, yeah, the ones, and, but and I feel like Brandy was bigger, like star in terms of all the shit she was doing, like, oh yeah, starring in Disney movies too, yep. and and having a TV show and acting and. You know, she's got a song. She got a song. She's putting her brother on. And you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shit to where it seemed like musically, though. I don't know if they were on the same kind of level. But, I, you know, I love both of them. But, yeah, you can do all the R&B shit. You know what I'm saying? There's so many yeah. of those. That's why I wanted to do a, a female rapper. But I'll, I'll move on to my my last one uh, was uh, I wanted to do kind of like a newer one, but people that's been around for a while. And so I, I picked Rick Ross versus 2 Chains. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, and I like, I think, <laughs> that would, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good one, right? Now, yeah. I think there's like, if if you got the caveat, if it's just their songs, like the songs that was like them off their album, I feel like Rick Ross might have a little bit of an edge, maybe not even, I don't know. But once you put in the features, then it's like, I feel like the edge goes to two chains. Yeah, if you go in just albums, then yeah, I'd probably give it to Rick Ross. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's some stuff I like. I've liked Two Chains for a long time. Like, he was still Titty Boy when I was fucking with him. Like, mm-hmm. and like his mixtapes before, like, his album, because, like, even his album, he got, he's had what, three? Four, albums? four, I believe. Four. Mm-hmm. He got Boats. Boats, two. One, two. And then, uh, he got Pretty the Girls. one with Wheezy. Oh, Pretty yeah, Girls, like, he got more than music. that. Oh yeah, pretty girls like trap music and in the last one. Yeah, they if you're talking about album albums, but he has some mixtapes that are out that are fire too. So Yeah. And I'm like them mixtape stuff, like he be getting it in too. But mm-hmm. I do think if you want strictly albums hits, I would probably give it to Rick Rose. But yeah, once you open it everything, then I'm I'm <laughs> going two chains. But I think it'd be close yeah. to shit. That's a that's what I would want to see. I I know two chains wants to do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Rick Ross is open to. I know he'd be on social. He'd be doing shit. Uh, you know what I mean. I just think that would be cool. I think they would. Uh, I don't think they would be combative or anything on the on the live or anything. Oh no, because like they homies like. Yeah, I think be it'd fun. be chill. But and you know, what I'm saying you know Rick got some shit that I really fuck with. You know, but even back to when he first dropped. You know, what I'm saying even to now, and you know, his Rick's last album was really good and. Two Chains album was was I didn't like it as much as I like Pretty Girls Love Trap music, but it still was really good, and I'm sure the next shit would be good. I'm I'm a big fan of both of them, so yeah. I definitely want to. That's something I would want to see, but who knows? I don't I don't know how what direction they're gonna take this in, but yeah, yeah, that'll be nice. But yeah, I guess that, like that. that's a good, good list. That's all the recaps, bro. Uh, I don't know. I don't got anything else unless y'all thought of some more. While we were, you know, chopping up about it. Um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, I I think it could translate maybe to some like cartoon characters. You know what I'm saying? Maybe <laughs> we could see like, like episodes, <laughs> like you know, episodes versus episodes. Like I was showing like Nickelodeon versus like Cartoon Network. Like it's like oh, okay, <clears throat> Dexter, Dexter, like. I already did the poll on my Facebook, bro. I'm pretty sure Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh no, but I'm saying like characters. Like I'm saying like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like like um like Dexter from Dexter's Lab could be like um Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. You know what I'm saying? They, what they should do is the theme songs from these shows, bro. That's the mm. shit. Mm. PBS got the hardest theme songs out, bro. No contest. <laughs> PBS. <laughs> PBS, bro. I'm telling you. They don't do them like they used to, though. But I know the only one, the other one that I saw out there that people were floating. I think it was, it was Usher and Chris Brown, and I feel like Usher oh, yeah. will win because it's Usher, and you know he's been around forever and got so many hits. And not that Chris Brown doesn't. And then I saw Usher and Justin Timberlake, and I'm like, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like I don't think, I don't think, I don't think either one of those dudes are touching Usher. But I think. A Justin Timberlake, Chris Brown one would be very close. Hmm. Uh, hmm. You know, maybe. And I'm I, trying to think of JT's like hits on his own. I guess you could do anything stuff, but uh, he got a butt. Of... Oh, isn't Cry? You cried me a river's a hit. 
yeah. Senorita, uh, fucking uh, suit and tie. My love, my love, uh, sexy back, uh, fucking mirrors. He, I mean, yeah. I, it would be it it would be very close to them too. But I I don't know if we allowing Justin Timberlake in the. <laughs> I don't no. know if they're gonna allow him in there. I mean, he's been you know, he you know he's been kind of invited to the cookout white guy for. Who a while. we gonna put? He, bro, he, he been in the cookout. Bro. That's what I'm saying. For a while, I know I've seen people kind of was coming at him maybe last year on on Twitter, which they come after everybody, but they were saying he was kind of a culture vulture. But I'm like, it's a little too late on on the Justin Timberlake's a culture vulture train. We had to be on that instantly. It's too late now. It's <laughs> <laughs> also like, how do you do that? Like, how do you call him a culture vulture? I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the to... album is produced by Timberland. Like, right. I can't. <laughs> his I, fault he can sing and got flavor. Right. I can't. I don't know. Like, I, it's kind of hard for me to discern that. I feel like people who are culture vultures to me is like a six nine. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, somebody who comes in, they only using like you know black culture. Like you know, in his case, kind of like gangs and shit as it ends to a means of getting rich or getting on. Where I, you know, Justin Timberlake was, I, I, you know, I don't know him personally, but I, maybe he was singing that in sync shit and was like, "This isn't really the music that I want to sing." Now, granted, he did tell us he was going back to his roots, which I don't enjoy that terminology when he tried to do that kind of, you know, I don't know what Man in the Woods was, but I know it was garbage. But oh, it's Tennessee. He's from Tennessee. I know. I get that he's from Tennessee, and he's like, "I'm going back to my roots," and I'm like, "Well, I." Right. And then it was a robot song, and I'm just confused. <laughs> And shit, but you know what I'm saying. That's the only thing I could point. Robots to. are from Tennessee. Didn't know that. No, nah, I didn't know that, bro. I had no clue. <laughs> but you know, you got people like Miley Cyrus who, you know, started Disney and then she, you know, came in was like, oh, hip hop this, and she's out here wilding and trying to twerk the the <laughs> like little turkey leg she had, and then uh, and then she, you know, a year later she's like, oh, I don't know what I was doing. I was smoking too much. I don't really. You know, that's, you know, you know, bitch this and, you know, that that's not really my thing. I'm going to go back to my roots on my next album. Like, yeah, fuck those people. But yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what they do, but I feel like Chris Brown, Justin Timberlake would be a, a fun matchup. But yeah, I'll be down to hear that for sure. Yeah. But uh, I think we, we may have come to our favorite portion of the podcast, the songs of the week. Burn, burn, burn. I mean, shoot, we're talking music this whole time, but I got <laughs> I, I got one in the bag for y'all. I mean, you know, it's my song of the week is always thematic, topical, and, you know, um, contextual. Mm. And, you know what I'm saying? People getting so antsy with, oh, we can't stay locked down forever. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> like oh, no. That voice like, is wild, bro. I don't know who that was. That's everybody. <laughs> like, oh, that's man. Like, I, I got to oh. go to the restaurant. Oh, I got to oh. touch a stranger. Uh, um <laughs> And I'm just like, listen, man, I, I've been team stay home, been team Netflix and chill before the quarantine. I'll be continuing go. that. So I'm numb to this shit. So we're going with Young M.A., numb. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Okay. Shouts to the album. Shouts to Young M.A. Yeah. 
I think we may have was gonna go to the Young Inma concert that was coming. Who the hell knows? Man, <laughs> but it's you can say that about anything. Yo, we was gonna go to. Well, 90s we were talking okay. about it in our group chat forever, and like nothing ever was confirmed because that's how black people work, man. Fuck. <laughs> and but but you know the the decision got made for us when everything shut down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, shouts to her. But you got you got any songs, Trav? Uh, my song of the week, I've been rocking with this song for the past probably a couple of weeks since it's been out, but it's French Montana. That's a fact. Oh, you like that song? I wasn't a fan. Come on, man. You know my guy. Ah. I, mess, I mess with French. I like French too, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just, I didn't like that song, but it's all good. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, My songs, usually I do the Bob's Bangs and Slaps. I'm gonna just get y'all three songs because I'm lazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Off of you know the the new albums that we listened to this week, there was there was Nav, who uh, you know if anybody knows me knows I'm not I kind of hate Nav, but he he does I don't know I, he's kind of like not like DJ Khaled because I feel like DJ Khaled has been around, but I don't I don't get why everybody loves this nigga to where they give him verses on everything. Like he always has all the features from everybody that everybody likes. Yeah. So obviously he must be a nice ass guy. They must love that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Canada, bro. That's why. Canada. Uh it must be, bro. He's I mean, I, he's with uh I can't remember. I never can oh XO is the weekend one, right? OVO is, mm. is Drake, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's with XO, he runs with Weekend. So, you know, obviously, you know, he's cool with him, but I don't know. He always gets the features from everybody. And he always, he always ends up with a feature randomly on people's shit. And when he's on the feature, he's not as bad. But I'm not trying to listen to solo nav shit. So I listen to mostly just the features. And then I saw he dropped a deluxe that was like eight songs. And like two of them was have features. I'm like, bro, who the fuck? I don't want eight songs of just you. I'm good, bro. But uh, he got, you know, the song uh, with Young Thug, Spend It, I fucked with. Uh, recap with Don Tolliver, who I feel like is getting big now. Um, I fucked with, and then you know I had to switch over to the. I didn't. I didn't listen to Nav first. I listened to it last. But I listened to mm. Kaylani's new album. Uh, yeah. It was good until it wasn't. That shit was fire. I really liked the song with Tory Lanez. I can't remember what the mm-hmm. hell it's called. I think it was. Uh, shit. Let me. I gotta look that up so I don't fuck this up. With the Tory Lanez verse, that I just had it up too. Oh, it was uh, Can I? Yeah, Can I? That shit's good. Obviously, a little more raunchy because I feel like if you got Tory Lanez on there, it's probably gonna be that. <laughs> and then you know her shit by herself was obviously uh, fire. All the shit that was singers that came out, like Toxic and and FM and U or FN FNMU. I don't fucking make up is the name of the song. Uh, yeah. But, all you know, the features Masego was on there playing the shit out of his saxophone for Hate the Club, and that shit's fire. Um, the shit with Lucky Day, Can You Blame mm-hmm. Me was good. The one with Janae Aiko was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, you know, everybody's business was obviously good, but people probably heard that before. The only one I didn't like is the James Blake one as much, but uh the whole mm-hmm. album was fire, so definitely listen to that. Um, and then the last thing I watched was the I listened to was the Dirkio. Lil Dirk dropped his album. Yeah. Uh, uh 
Trav already sent it in the group chat, but Trifling Hose was definitely a standout. <laughs> if you want to go check out that one. So, three-headed goat is good. Um, you know, Lil Baby's been out here rapping for a while now, spitting, spitting. Um, I'm, I'm not a big Polo G guy, but, I, you know, I think younger people like – my little brother fucking – you know, my little brother likes Polo G, and he likes fucking uh, – NBA young boy and I don't even get it. Why do little niggas love NBA young boy so much? I don't understand it. They love that nigga though. <laughs> He's just out here mess, mess with him too, and I'm like, yeah. He, he I, there's like four songs that I like of him, but it's, he drops an album like every two months, and I like four songs. I don't like his his discography got 15 of them, bitch. Like, like, <laughs> and he only been out for like three years, so it's crazy. Like just prolific for no reason. Um. But yeah, I guess you know, shouts to him. I guess I don't, I don't know, but yeah, do, check out Durko's uh, Durkio's album, Little Dirk. And then uh, the only other one I got is Taco Tuesday by Migos. I thought it was funny. I don't know if you heard it yet. Mm-hmm. And I think they dropped it on Tuesday for Cinco de Mayo, and they just thought I don't mm-hmm. know. They had they had the little they had the LeBron sample in there, the Taco Tuesday, which <laughs> might be problematic to be honest, but it is what it is. <laughs> 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 it is what it is, you know. Um, but yeah, those are my songs of the week, bro. Well, shout nice. to that man. We just like you know, dropped the whole discography on everybody. You know what I'm saying? We got nothing but uh music for days on this episode. But yeah, man. Um, as always, Ty. Shouts to you putting up with me week in week out. You know what I'm saying? Someone's got to do it. Um, Trav, thanks for coming on to the pod, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, the ba- show. it's like the banker on Deal or No Deal. You know, you give a face to the name that we pop, <laughs> and uh, people are like, don't ask him that. Yo, did you check episode 125? That's he's on the. That's right, uh, bro. Also, people, is. just uh, people, if, you know, listening. If y'all got some verses y'all want to see, even if it's you know white skewing like Blink 182 and Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> like, let us know, bro. Should hit us up in the comments and you know on our social medias and whatnot. We interact with the people. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So Ty, for the buckets that have been following us and no Trav, <laughs> you know they they cool. They in the they in the VIP. You know what I'm saying they're gonna be with us. You know on the yachts and stuff. But for the new buckets, you know where can they find us? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you heard us in the beginning of the podcast that we're everywhere. Podcasts are not sold because they're usually free. Um, you can definitely hit us up on Spotify, on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're, you know, uh, Stitcher Radio. Uh, not on YouTube yet. Probably figure that out at some point. Maybe not. It just seems like it was a little complicated, so kind of fuck that. But if you want to interact with us, like I said, you can hit us up on any of the social medias. You can hit us up on Facebook where we're just the Bucket Up Podcast on Instagram. We're at the Bucket Hat Boys. Definitely go there because that's where we, you know, we drop some memes. We got funny shit. We got some skits that we've been talking about coming on the way. Uh, and then also on Twitter, if you want to follow us, we're at Bucket Up Podcast. Or you can follow us individually uh, to hear my terrible tweets about random shit. And, you know, Jesse, you know, he's out there. He's, he's talking his shit. Um, Jesse's at JB Speak and I'm at Tylante. Uh, right now, my username is Cousin Yeeter. So, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow us over there. Um, and yeah, as always, you know, they know, you know, what I'm saying times are uncertain, people are a little uneasy, 
So, you know, head over to the, the brand, the sponsor, Sunday Scaries, get yourself some anxiety gummies, some, you know, CBD oil, 20% off if you promo code fuck it up. So, you know, you only got to pay 80% of the price. Sounds pretty decent to me. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, man, fuck it up, boys, volume 125, uh, you know, a milestone yet again. We continue. It's like a snowball effect. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, for the Buckhead boys, we out. Cheers, cheers. Yeah, buddy. Leo, flip the beat, yo. Fuck that bitch, ain't no respect for. That little bitch turned her back so quick, you ain't got no check for.